You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, forward limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broad Wasted podcast, where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky. On any Sunday, if you can find it in your heart, let's make believe we're in love and hear it for the boy. While we're learning to be silent, and seeing that the girl gets around, we're also holding out for a hero. Heaven help me. I confess that even though I can't stand still, you can't see that, but I can't stand still, <laughs> we're still rocking in somebody's eyes and need to get to almost paradise. Joining us today are the usual loose-footed mama-sayers, including <laughs> Kevin. Dancing is not a crime. Jager. <laughs> Thank you. I need everyone to know that. Yeah. <laughs> Kimberly, our What a Game Master and unofficial babysitter for the hour. Yes, I still live in ragtime. Still live in ragtime. Always. And with us today is a guest who is no stranger to the Broadway stage. You've seen him in Rent, Footloose, Jersey Boys, Jesus Christ Superstore. No, nope. <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstore. That's way better. Oh, that is better. That was on purpose. That would have been I just, I just recently um, binged all of Superstore. Superstore. It's so good. So th- that's, your brain just went yeah. there. Yep. Well, I haven't done that episode yet. Yeah. I love everything of that. We're 50 pieces of silver gets you everything. Oh, my God. And now he's currently bringing the royal beat in Head Over Heels. Let's give a big, broad-waisted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Jeremy Kushner. Welcome. Thank you so Let's much. Let's cheers again. Cheers. I, I was going to be so mad. I was so excited about I was very excited about that point. And that was very, that was beautiful. Whoa. It was beautiful. Thank yeah. you. We yes. did, we've done Head Over Heels intro with a couple of your co-stars yes, and know. choreographer. And then um, we did the Paramore opening with Ruby. Oh, right. 
Oh, yes. A long Big. time ago. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So I was like, we haven't done Footloose, and you seem to be the right person to do that. And we're right? coming up on our 20th anniversary. Oh, really? Oh, really? I mean, not that we've been open. Right. right. <laughs> Bring wow. that up too soon. Which theater is it in now? <laughs> it's the midnight show at the Gershwin. <laughs> <laughs> they, they quickly load out Wicked. Exactly. Yes. It's easy. It's an easy Red turn. comes in on the bubble. It's yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? We have some pretty spectacular drinks today, so we let's do. just go right into what are you drinking? What are you, what drinking? Are you drinking? Kimberly, what are we drinking? So I was requested to make a spiced simple syrup. Well, you just asked me to make a simple syrup, and I overachieved. Yes. <laughs> so we're drinking complex so, simple syrup. No, oh. complex syrup. It was in it. there. there you yeah, yeah. yeah. You got there. Uh, so in this... Bottle is like supposed to be for like chocolate making. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. all I had. Um, so in this bottle, it, there's a simple syrup that has been infused with um, whole clove and allspice mm. and gin, ground cinnamon and ginger. Mm. So good. All mixed together just to boiling, taken off the heat, and, and we've put made in a bottle. We've made old fashions with them. Yes, I. Uh, very disturbingly muddled some <laughs> apple with the back of a spoon. <laughs> it was <laughs> something to watch. I'm yeah. not going to lie. She took out some aggression on some apple. Yeah, that yes. apple had it coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we muddled some apples into the simple syrup with a, what is it called? Orange peel? Yeah, what's it called when you do the thing? A twist. A twist? A twist. A twist. Yeah. Huh. A twist. With a twist of orange peel. Yeah, mm-hmm. with an Oliver and twist. With an Oliver twist. And with some Hudson Manhattan rye. Yes. So so a local rye. Oh, yes. Local rye, an old favorite here. Yes, and you can go up and actually visit the distillery. Who, who did? Uh, uh, Calvary Love. Love. Yeah, that was right. Um, I, I, we should do that this we fall. We should actually do That'd that. That'd be a fun episode. Oh, instead of apple picking, we go whiskey picking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Way better. As we all know, whiskey grows on trees. Yes. <laughs> well, cheers. Mm. cheers. Cheers. Oh, we're all drinking this. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all right, good. Um, but you could follow, while we're drinking, take a sip. On social media, you can follow Jeremy at his name um, on all social media. But as Kimberly says... Or you can Google him, and it will come up. Yes, yeah. Google, yeah. the old Google. Uh, yeah, Kushner has an eye in it. It does, thanks. Yes. And quite an array of your headshots comes up as well. When oh, you it does? Well, thanks, it. just the headshots. Yeah. <laughs> that was fixed. <laughs> 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 it took forever um, to get that fixed. But can we um, Can we ask you a couple questions before we get started? Yes. I mean, this is getting started. I take right. that back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said no. Yeah, great. Shortest Thank you. Broadway just keep ever. <laughs> um, so currently you're playing the king in Head Over Heels. Yes. Which we've all seen and have a great time and. I, I actually think it's one of the, I actually think, I know that it's one of the shows I suggest to people when they say, what should I see in New York? Well, thank you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just I appreciate like, that. With, it's just so positive and so f- forward and so good. It's, 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 a, it's, it's sort of like a, a pain reliever from our current Sure, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And you play the king. I do. King um, Basilius. Do you, did you base your king on anything? Um, no, I, I don't think, uh, it's funny because you sort of look back at it, and for me it, it's become sort of, you just start reading and you start becoming, and he he's a, a bit of an effete king, which is funny because he definitely is the epitome of the patriarchy. Sure. Um, so, but as soon as I put on the costume and I started speaking the, the verse, he just, he, he got a bit flouncy, mm-hmm. um, which I kind of like the dichotomy of the fact that, like, he can't even see, like, he looks in the mirror and he can't see that he is, like, a glistening gay glow ball. I love and, it. Yeah. <laughs> and yet has this, like, this idea of masculinity and this idea of pa- of, the, of the patriarchy mm-hmm. and, and, and sort of the control of the kingdom. Yeah. Um, uh, which... 
needs to end. Um, and so I, I, I liked the, I liked the mixture of it. Mm-hmm. I had to be, I had to, uh, Michael Mayer kept having to remind me that I was the, you know, the, the one really straight guy on stage that needed to, he, he was like, remember please to not forget. And I said, okay, I said, okay. So, but, but yeah, no, so not really based on anybody. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he, he kind of just, he, he was birthed from my, from my, um, my vision, my, my internal actor sure person absolutely I, that's sound really gross no, I like it. I, I have a question <laughs> yes so, like you were talking about how he's like the like the example of the patriarchy and yeah. everything like that um, a lot of what's great about the show is that the audience from the beginning is kind of brought in so that they know like they're in on the joke mm-hmm. so like it's very much there's a lot of tongue-in-cheek aspect to the show but like the audience is always like there's a lot of takes to the audience things mm-hmm. like that where it's mm-hmm. like we're all in this like for the ride of the fun of it we're all in this together yes actively avoiding that I stopped myself. Um, so what is that like doing a show like that where like the fourth wall is very hazy and just kind of like the, you're constantly inviting the audience in as part of the joke? Does well, that you know, I'll, I'll go back dynamic? to Michael again because it's funny. We the, the thing that we try to do, and I think that we're accomplishing it, is that you know, he never wanted this to be camp. It was very it was very important that it was never camp, mm-hmm. that it was funny, and that it was... Um, uh, 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 I don't even know what the word, what the other word would be, but that it wasn't camp. That what we were sure. doing was sending up this, but not, but not being camp. So like about satirical. It. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so I think, and I think that in the end, really, how you accomplish that is you just, you know, you are true to the script, which is really funny. And James Magruder did an amazing job. Um, and you, but you are also very earnest. Like these people are all. The king is not. Um, you know, he's not Trumpian for Trumpian for being Trumpian's sake. He actually thinks that this is the way that he's supposed to rule. He's just become sort of complacent mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. his in his power. And so the fact that he really wants the best for these people, he wants to run this kingdom the best way. He just thinks that this is the way that it should be done because of the history, because of the tradition. Um, you know, in a lot of ways, I look at the beginning of our show kind of like the beginning of Fiddler on the Roof. Um, Oh is yeah! That, like, is that you, they come out and they say they sing tradition, and then all of that quickly break falls away, right? All of these things that they've just sung I just about. got goosebumps. Yeah, that's yeah. that's like that's, that's like metaphor, super like dead on. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm glad. Sure. I'm glad. And I just you like, should you know your show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just figured it out though. It's been months. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that if if you play it earnestly, if these people are really genuine mm-hmm. in whatever craziness they are, then becomes, it doesn't, it, it's not camp. Then it's just funny, and you are welcomed into this as opposed to us saying, this is funny, watch this. This yeah. is, you know, this is going to be really silly and, you know, yeah. fart noises. Because you that care kind of about the people on stage exactly. more totally. than you care about the jokes. They're real yes. people, exactly, yeah. exactly. And then the jokes just happen to supplement the, like, the, the grounded nature of everything exactly. within yeah. the framework that the writer and you actors and musicians and that's have created. comedy right like I mean yeah. the yeah. funniest stuff comes from real did we like just reality. discover comedy <laughs> <laughs> comedy is true I've just been the first like, person how did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, we haven't done this in a long time on mm-hmm. the podcast oh. but we're gonna do a little um, uh, memory first thing that comes to your head oh boy, boy. Like okay. okay this and used the, to have a real name Brian yes. do you forget what it's called yep would cool. you remember? No, but I'm going to listen to you. <laughs> <Wait. laughs> well, it used to be like... Word association. Word association. Oh, there Thank we you. Go. Okay. This game. No. Um, all right. So this is Kings. Okay? So yeah. the first the thing that comes kings. to your head... Yeah, I know, right? The first thing that comes to your head when I list these kings. Okay. Okay? Louis... 
Oh, there's just not a number? You're no, just, any Louis. It doesn't any matter. Louis. Cupcake. Great. Henry VIII. Farts. Okay. Um, <laughs> lion. Tigers. Okay. John. Paul. Okay. Uh, scorpion. Sting. Okay. Burger. It's delicious. Okay. <laughs> Arthur. Wow. Triton. Star- sword. Sword. Okay. <laughs> or, um, or Superstore. Yeah. Or Superstore. Uh, <laughs> uh, store it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of Wakanda. Running. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. That has been. There was a lot of running association. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at their legs. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're one of the first people who did word association with us and actually did it like on cue, like each yeah. one. Yeah. Really? But a lot yeah. of people stop and like, well, I don't know. And they would think. And you well, just that's not word association. That's not fun. Right. Yeah. This will be the first time we've actually done word association. Welcome back. Cheers. Yeah. Welcome yeah. back. Cheers. 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 See, I, knew. I knew this was We needed you um, all along. <laughs> so let's flash back a little bit in your career. Okay. You were in Footloose, so you're on Broadway in this major show. I mean, for lack of a better phrase, on your shoulders. For sure. No, I freaked um, out. W- oh, really? I was freaked what out, happened? Absolutely. I was. It was actually when we were rehearsing before we went to DC. Um, a very good friend of mine um, in Toronto. It's, I'm from Canada originally, mm-hmm. and I was living in Toronto before uh, I, I came to New York to do this. And it, we were in rehearsal, and I, I remember one day I just sort of stopped and thought about it. Like, you know when you're doing something that you've mm-hmm. done forever, and then you stop and think about it? It's like, oh, how do I, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I called him, and I said, I don't, I, I'm scared. Like, it's too much pressure. It's too much pressure. And he was like, just shut up. He said, just don't be an idiot. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know what you, this is your, just your job. You've done this before. You've been in shows before. This is just this part in this show. Just do your job. Shut up and do your job, basically. Mm-hmm. And then that's, I sort of took that, and I was like, oh, yeah. So you don't think about like it's because it's not really like you're just yeah. it, you're just mm-hmm. playing a part. It just happens yeah. to be the lead. Um, but in terms of backstage, in terms of like leadership, mm-hmm. was there was there added weight to that? Was there? How did you manage that at that age? Uh, I don't know. I like that. I like that role. I like the role of sort of helping to guide a ship. Mm-hmm. Of king of the show? I like the king of the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, it's it's I, good to be the king. It is good to be the king. It's hard to be the king. Now, I just, you know, we, I enjoy um, being part of a group and um, I'm a very much type A. Sure. Uh, and I probably, I actually probably have to struggle more to turn that off than actually turn it on. Okay. Just because, oh. I, yeah, it's not, fu- it's not a cool thing. It's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. And to go, maybe you should just listen for a second yeah. instead of talking. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good. Uh, so I'm continuing to learn lessons. Sure. But yeah, back then, look, we had um, one of our youngest performer was, uh, I can't remember how old she was. I think she was 15 or 16 mm-hmm. oh, wow. in that show. So yeah, I was at 23, I was still one of the older members of the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it was fun to be to be a bit of a leader with with these this young group of people. Mm-hmm. And it didn't always work out. And, and sometimes they, uh, I, I felt like... Um, you know, a, a royal asshole, and sometimes I felt, sometimes it was good. It, it sort of was part of the part as well, right? Like, because Ren comes into the town, and he mm-hmm. sort of helps them find mm. their way back to dancing, and so it was sort of part and parcel. You sort yeah, of had yeah. to be a little bit of a leader anyway. Um, and again, like I said, I, 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 I sort of enjoy that part of it. Sure. Cool. Yeah. Let's play a game. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. okay. I'm excited. Oh, I have two. Which one for first? Oh, let's just use the segue at hand. Sure. And hold out for a hero. Mm. Yay! Okay. Love it. Great. So in front of us will be a whole 
deck of show show cards. So specifically okay. musicals, there might be a play or two. Okay, sure. Um, so I am going to give everyone five actors to be in their hand and so when it becomes your turn what's going to happen is you will pick a show okay so for instance a little night music oh there's two of those right on top let's take you away (laughs) (laughs) a little night music okay a little more night music yeah not not a rare night music (laughs) (laughs) you will remove a hero from the show okay so for instance i would remove um like frederick okay okay and then the three of you would then pick someone from our hand from your hand to replace them. I'm Ooh. in love with this. So And then you can choose if you are sending that actor in completely or if you are picking their most iconic role. Ooh, I like so this. So then when I read the three that you've given me, you can um, like debate amongst yourselves great. who's the best. Okay. Oh, Sound I good? Like, this yeah. is great. Okay. Okay, great. I'm actually super pumped to play Wait, this. Wait, so game. do great. we do we don't show you who it is when we give it to you? No, a little like apples to apples. Right, Kevin, why don't you go first? Okay, I'll go first. I'm picking the producers. Okay. Oh, I have to pick. You have to you pick, pick who leaves. leaves. Okay. It's I not understand, always a I understand games. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm picking the producers, and I am making uh, Max Bialystok leave the show. Okay. Okay. Okay, so Max Bialystok is out of the producers, and we are replacing him with Zero Mostel. Wow. So Tevya. Or the original or the Max original from the Max movie. Oh, <laughs> 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 Beth Malone or Neil Patrick Harris. Specifically Ugh. Hedwig. Oh, okay. Well, that would be really, Hedwig would shake up the producers Correct. real big. Interesting. Interesting. Also, like the German. I just I get too much of a laugh out of zero most. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so pick a new All one right. for your deck, and Brian's turn. Oh yes. <laughs> I have Dream Girls, mm. and I'm removing Effie. And um, but we we might have David Hyde Pierce <laughs> in the. We may have Lea Salonga in it. Yeah. Ooh. Or we him. or Michael Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, of, he just keeps counting people in. A five, six. <laughs> well, five, six, seven nights only. As funny as David Hyde Pierce and. <laughs> And Leia Salonga oh, are. I just imagine Effie like leaving the show, and since Michael Bennett choreographed Dreamgirls, he's like, I guess I gotta do it now. <laughs> so it's a reality. So it's, it's a, a reality, reality show. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. So that's that's Kevin. I just can imagine him sitting in the audience, being like, Well, here I go. <laughs> he's been waiting. He's yeah. got. He had a costume made exactly. years ago. <laughs> He's just been, specifically case. for Effie. He's been saying, I'm not going in the shower like every day for years. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. Mm. Okay. All right. I love it. Ooh, next to normal. Good. Ooh, yay. Okay. And since I did this show, um, I would like to replace the doctors, which is how they, by the way, how they say it in. I did the show, and the doctors. Yes. Basically, is you as that character in the show, you are basically the ensemble. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah, in, that's true. In a five-person musical, uh, you are the ensemble. They say the doctors. I yes, guess because you play the you play the psychopharmacologist ones. at the beginning, right. and then you play rock and roll doctor later. So you're an entire are, hospital, which are PS two different people. So oh, anyway, good to the doctor, know. played by Jeremy Kushner, though on the on the Nash, first national tour. Okay, uh, so right. we're replacing you. Oh, then I saw you in Philadelphia. Correct. Yes, I did. You did. The replacement of the national tour production of Next to Normal, where the doc for the doctor, we have either Annalee Ashford, okay, 
Barbara Cook. <laughs> Which, funny enough, we get we get um, mistaken for each other all the time. <laughs> and um, it's the beard. And <laughs> Norm Lewis. Ooh. One of those sounds like a winner. Well, Norm Lewis replaced me for two weeks hmm? in Wait. the national tour. Wait, really? Really? Yes. While I was uh, while I was having a baby, I wasn't personally having. Oh, baby. interesting! But the, uh, my baby was being born during those two weeks. Um, but I am sorry. I'm gonna have to go with Barbara Cook yes. because it's oh. too. Good. <laughs> it's, it's just too good. She would rock add, and roll. Like, Barbara Cook would be everything. <laughs> everything. But also like in a cardigan and a scarf. And I just want to see. <laughs> I just want to see her and Alice on stage together. Yeah. Oh, my turn. Oops. Why don't you do five? Sideshow is what I have chosen. Oh, good. And so I think we're going to take out both of them. There you go. I was wondering if you were going to be allowed to do that, but (laughs) I guess you were. You know, I make the games. Oh, yes, make sure you hand them to me in a pair. Oh, wait, can I have mine back? Oh wait! I oh, know I need my back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't want. I didn't want to do this because it's. Am I been supposed to already, take mine back? Is <laughs> yeah. Kevin, do you want another try? No, I'm okay with what I did. Okay, great. Ready? Yes. Yeah. Our choices for Daisy and Violet. Daisy and Violet. For Daisy and Violet, are Adina Menzel and Jackie Hoffman. Whoa. Oh. Which, Whoa! <laughs> what dynamics you Whoa. would get there? That's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. <laughs> the costuming of like. Yeah. Okay. I don't even everything. know what you would do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just all the visuals in my mind right now. Okay. Or Jennifer Laura Thompson and Carrie Butler. Ooh, Which honestly, like, really good. yeah, that's I would just want to see, yeah, yeah that's, 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 see like, that. that's more of a really dream casting, yeah, yeah. like at 54 Below Tomorrow, please. yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> um, or Michael Bennett and Elaine Stritch, not a rare, not a rare twin, <laughs> <laughs> that would be so amazing. But Michael Bennett dressed as Effie, Effie. and you know, like. <laughs> Michael Bennett would be hitting every beat, getting every word right, and Elaine Stritch would be like, I don't know this song. <laughs> yes, it'd be weird. Just swirling and a glass. Like, ah! They'd have to, like, in time, be swirling yeah. glasses yes. together. Oh, yeah. oh, that wins. Yeah, although I would, Thank you. although I really would see Adina Menzel and Jackie Hoffman do it. Absolutely. That, one, that, one, that was awesome. All right, Kevin, you're up. Okay. I have Finding Neverland. Okay. And we're just going to take out uh, J.M. Barry. Oh, you guys picked up two, right? Yes. Okay, good. J.M. Barry. J.M. Barry. The author. Mm-hmm. So we're replacing J.M. Barry with, one option is Brian Stokes Mitchell, which would sound beautiful. Oh, that is actually a really good one. Uh, one is Kevin Chamberlain, which I always love me some good Kevin Chamberlain. Yeah. As Horton, though. And I don't think I gave I, you. I, that wasn't uh, from the Did I give you a card? Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I, I think there, I have three cards in my hand. Who did I give you? And the one that I you, I, I um, was going to say one oh. is Betty Buckley. Oh, that was me! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> because I want to see Betty Buckley do Hello, Dolly Tour and the Finding Neverland Tour in rep. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> the Finding Neverland, like, as true. Like, I'm ready! Yes, Wrong like, costume, Betty. Yeah. <laughs> she just also makes Dolly a pants like, roll. where are the stairs? She makes it all a pants roll. Yeah. Everything yes, is a pants rude. roll. Honestly, the Dolly costume would probably look better in Finding Neverland as J.M. Barry than the Barry costume in Hello... I think they would work both ways. I, I take that back. Honestly, yeah. it's, like, similar time periods. But maybe yeah. Matt Morrison as Hello, Dolly, though. Oh, there you oh. go. Oh, just yeah. in the costume. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. 
I'm up. And Michael Bennett walks in going, no! I wanted that role! Dearvin Hansen. Yes. Um, and I'm going to take out... I'll take out Evan Hansen. Who had Adam Pascal? Me. And is he going in as himself? Or? No, no, as Roger. As... Oh! <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Orbach. <laughs> yes, that was me. Is going oh. in as. Just as Jerry Orbach. Great. Oh, no, he's going in front of his character from Law and oh, Order. Right, right. <laughs> Every time he enters the scene, he goes, dun dun. Okay, he's getting to the bottom of Connor's death. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Kimberly, I guess you are Gwen Verdon. Correct. And she's going in as. Roxy Hart. Oh. This is really hard. Oh. This is tough. Roxy might get her broken arm at some point. I know. You never know. I think I'm going to go with Adam Pascal. That's good. That would be really and good. And I, I, I actually think, well, especially since it's, especially work. since it's, it's Michael. It's you know, yeah. he yeah. was like, he called him. He's like, you should come. And he's like, oh, what do you? Why are you wearing that outfit? Yeah, but also, I think Kevin's impression helped you out. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so many voice breaks. I'm yeah. so excited for it. All right. <laughs> and I won. Did I win? No, it's a tie. Oh, oh, I have, so I have two. I have two. one. I have one. And you have two? Yeah. So we're so going to last round to see who's to tie break, like who wins? Yeah. Kimberly and I are going to decide together who wins from the two of you. Okay. Yes. And the show that you'll be doing So is... what you're saying, Kevin, is I have no shot at all. Right. Correct. Right. The show, is, <laughs> the show is Thoroughly Modern Millie, and we're taking Millie out. Correct. Okay. Oof. Who's going to look good in a bob? All right, so... We have Jake Gyllenhaal She's... and Jesse Tyler Ferguson. <laughs> Can they do it in rap? <laughs> Can they just re- rotate the role? Uh, I'm gonna go, I, okay. I gotta give it to him though. Jesse Tyler Ferguson's way better. Just I mean, you can picture the dancing. Oh, I uh, please. I can't picture an introspective Millie like no. Of Jake Gyllenhaal being like, what do I need with love? Like that, I can picture him there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's Jake Gyllenhaal as Jimmy. It's totally, okay, okay. totally. And then Jesse Tyler Ferguson wins. So is that Brian? Yeah, yeah. I won. I can't believe it. I like it. Oh, oh that has been holding out for a hero. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, that, that came. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, before we go on, I just have to stop because, Kevin, you've seemed so antsy lately. What's going on? I'm sorry. I'm just so excited for the holidays. I love being in New York City for the time, this time of year. There's so much to do and so much to see. Sometimes I worry I won't be able to see it all. Don't worry, Kevin. I've got you covered. Really? Well... 
Really, it's Gold Star that's got us covered. Hey, I love Gold Star. Their customer service is the best. Exactly. And right now, they're offering the best way to see all the holiday magic of NYC with tickets to the Manhattan Holiday Magic Experience. (gasps) Sounds perfect. What is it? It's the best, Kevin. Like you said, there's no place like NYC for the holidays. And on the Manhattan Holiday Magic Experience, you'll live your own miracle on 34th Street as your professional tour guide shows you the iconic holiday decorations that give the city its holiday charm and wonder. You'll visit window and storefront displays that have become fixtures in Midtown's holiday magic since Macy's famous Christmas window display, and those along the promenade of Fifth Avenue on the way to Rockefeller Center's stunning Christmas tree and ice skating rink, and so much more. The tour includes a complimentary hot cocoa at Godiva chocolate and handmade candy canes from Luca's Candles as you dive in between the snow-glittered streets. Oh my god, this sounds incredible. We have to do this. How do we get tickets? Oh, I know that. And Kevin, I'm pretty sure you know that too. Yeah, I think I do. All you have to do is go to goldstar.com backslash broadwasted. Hey, that's us. Yep. And if you enter the code broadwasted, all uppercase, at checkout, you'll get an additional $10 off your order for the Manhattan Holiday Magic Experience or any of the amazing live experiences now on Gold Star from Broadway shows, Broadway national tours, comedy, concerts, dance, and so much more. Gold Star is the place for all the best tickets at the most affordable prices. Again, visit goldstar.com backslash broadwasted. And use the code broadwasted, all uppercase, at checkout for an additional $10 off your order. Make sure to tag us in your pics on social media when you take advantage of all the fantastic experiences offered on Gold Star. Guys, I ho ho hope we have the best time on this tour. But now, let's continue this holly jolly episode. Uh, cool. So, um, we have a couple more questions for you. A question away. What's your favorite musical? My favorite musical. You know what? We've already we've talked about Hedwig. It's one of my favorite things that I've always wanted to do. Sure. Um, uh, you haven't done it yet? No. No, There's still get- time. <laughs> he says. He says with, <laughs> with with a bit of a pathetic sort of. Still time. You could. The guy who gets really, really high at the end. No, it's. I, I think it's one of. I, it's one of my favorite, like real, true rock and roll scores. Mm-hmm. Um, or, it, yeah, it was the question that like my favorite that I've never done, or my favorite that that does it matter if I did it? Oh, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Uh, I that that's a that, that's a really would good it change one. if we said like what's your favorite show to perform as opposed to what's your favorite show to see? Oh God, yeah. I mean, no, it wouldn't. Okay, no, yeah. I mean, and <laughs> and I, I love the I love the Broadway version a lot, but I was such a head head like way back in the day because mm-hmm. um, I I love going to see theater, but I mostly see plays, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. But that show I went and saw a bunch of times. Go I saw, see I go saw see the Fireman if you love plays. Oh, I'm going to. Yes. Oh yeah. my goodness. I'm very excited. But I I went, you know, because I saw almost all of them downtown. I saw... I saw the OG, and then I saw Michael Service. Well, what's your favorite experience seeing a show? Kind of going off of... Favorite experience seeing a show? That's a good question. Um... I think one of my favorites is relatively recent. It's actually Dear Evan Hansen. Um, when um, my girlfriend Robin and I went and saw it, I was in D.C. doing um, uh, a workshop of uh, a, a show, but great. And I went and saw it, and I I don't think I've ever, because this is like before anybody knew anything about it, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever ugly cried or been in a room where there was that many people that were just like, so viscerally moved mm-hmm. um, by a piece before. That was a really, I think in my most recent memory, that was a really good moment. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a good one. Yeah. So we, we do this. If you were on death row mm-hmm. and you had to see one show before you go, mm. and it could be any show, so you can you can stun cast it, you can see an original production of it, whatever you want. What show are you seeing before you go? Oh, jeezy crazy. Oh, you know what? Easy. Uh, 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 it would be the original cast of um, City of Angels. Oh. Yeah, and not just because one. Rachel York was in it. No, but I've always, yeah, and that's another one that I'd love to do, or yeah. that would have loved to have done. Right, yeah. Now, like in the in the senior production. Right, totally. Yeah. Yeah. No, not totally. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of a pun. You're like, how do I backpedal out of this? Yeah. Nope, I can't. I was trying to think of a pun, and I wasn't fast enough, and then it like, lingered for a second too long. Yep. Yeah, It was good, though. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> it's just such like that, that, that the, 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 the score is great, but the, the arrangements, the vocal arrangements and the music arrangements, it's just such a great piece. And I yeah. just, I never, I've never, ever seen a production of it. But yeah, no, it, it's like, so I have this picture in my head of what I think the show would look like or would be, mm-hmm. um, and I just want to be like amazed. And I think nowadays too, maybe like the original cast, but like with like nowadays technology, like because the, the the stuff that they could have done with mm-hmm. yeah, the going back and, back and, forth, and forth between the black and white, and the color yep. and the sure. movie and the, anyway, that's those it. projection would be thank you amazing. Um, cool. Let's talk about Paramore for a hot second. Oh, okay. do we have to? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. Looking back on it, uh-huh. you two saw it, right? I saw it. It was the Cirque du Soleil musical, for those of you who didn't see it or don't know. Um, what was the, looking back, what was the hardest thing about it, and what was the most unique thing about it? The hardest thing about it was that I wanted it to be better than it was. I wanted, I wanted, mm-hmm. I wanted the, the, to be there from the beginning. Um, hmm. I, I wasn't there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that it would have. I'm not saying that I'm that I'm some hero that I would have made a difference. But I, but they were not holding out. They were not right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what was the other question? So the most hardest unique. thing and the, the most unique, unique. The most unique. I loved working with um, circus performers, mm-hmm. uh, especially acrobats, and because yeah. we didn't have like lion tamers. But mm-hmm. you know. But what if? But what if? Um, but they were the most hardworking. Uh, uh, modest, unselfish performers that I've ever worked with. Yeah, uh, they were. You know, we complain about you know understudies having to go in and rehearse once a week or twice a week. Sure, sure. these guys were there every day. You know, really? working out and making sure that their that their acts were safe, um, putting new acts in, working themselves into other acts so that they could cover other people. You know, these people like literally risk their lives on a daily basis. Now they're not like you know, going off to like Afghanistan or something, but they, I watched, it yeah. was like yeah. scary. There was like, they, they easily could have been very, very injured any time. So watching these people be so cool about like, okay, and now after you like jump from there to there and you hold this person above your head, then you're going to like wheel on a, a set piece and like stand behind it, like pretend you're like holding a light. Like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, how is that possible? Like, how are you like, they have no ego about this. Like yeah. zero ego. There were these yeah. two guys. The You're going to literally fly. Yes. And if you have an ego, how do you trust set? anyone to catch you? And I think that that's what it yeah. is. I think it. I think that they become. There's no ego because they know that they all are so important to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the, for example, these two guys, the Athertons, 
Um, they're the brothers. They right? were the brothers. Yeah, they, they were. All, I'll never forget them. They were amazing. They're beautiful, and they're on um, Volta, I think, right now, which is the, one, okay. of the, one of the other tours. They would do this whole thing, and literally, like in a, a scene from there, they would come on, like wheeling on, like this light, like they're like standing in like an olden timey movie studio yeah. with this light, just like standing behind it, like really, like I'm hot, the like, cameraman, like in it, like they're like acting, and they were like no ego about it. Yeah. They were like they just were excited to be part of this piece. Um, so that was the that was a really cool thing. Um, there's a lot of technology in that show. There was a lot of um, moving pieces, literally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, any funny stories about uh, something not going exactly as planned? Sure. Yeah, like one of my first times. So one of my favorite. The other thing, my other th- my favorite thing about that show was my entrance. I've never had a cooler entrance in mm-hmm. my life. Getting shot out of a floor out of the floor. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. it was is like my favorite. Yeah. Uh, and it's so it's on this thing called a toaster lift, which. Um, is a piece of the stage that gets like sucked down to the to like eight feet below the deck. So I would start my whole show with the orchestra because it was the like oh, in fun. the middle of the orchestra. Yeah. This, this thing. Um, and while we were in rehearsals one day, I you know we were running the show and I got into the thing and it didn't shoot up. Okay. So I just had to sing from this hole. <laughs> so the, the actors are like doing this like they're they're all sort of like pointing at this like hole, hole in the stage while this like bodiless voice is singing. <laughs> the stage itself like, is yeah, singing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. um, but yeah, getting shot out of the stage was a cool and really hard on my knees. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, cool. yeah, was there a lot of practice of like Jump and squat. You think there would have been more practice? No, there wasn't as much practice as just there probably should it. have been. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just was there like, fight calls for that show, or just because they were there all day practicing? Oh, we would have been there forever. No, there yeah. was. I mean, their fight call was basically like their. They, there was training. a name for it. Now I've forgotten because there's whiskey in me. But um. <laughs> oh, just like a safety check and like yeah. across the board kind of thing. Yeah, but they don't like like not before. It's like they do this whole like thing where they would all day come long. in and like yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a, like I said, there's a name for it, but I can't. I, at this point, I can't remember the name. So you spent a little bit of time under the stage. I did. Well, we'd love for you to spend a little bit of time somewhere else. So the we're gonna, transitions so get we're gonna, better and better. I know. So we're gonna go somewhere. Ooh. Tuesdays in the corner with Kevin. Kevin's corner. I'm at Kevin's. Corner. All right, welcome to Kevin's corner. Right. Smells funny three. over here. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so we, I have three highly researched questions about you that started from your Wikipedia page. So, um, which I think my mother wrote, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's There's very a it, handsome your boy. Wikipedia page is all about you. So, it's so like, I would hope so. I mean, but like it's like very in on you. It, it loves you very much. Okay, okay. So uh, let's see if you can keep up because they're really smart. <clears throat> you are very well known for originating the role of Red McCormick in the musical rendition of Footloose, which means you win at life because you only have one degree of separation away from Kevin Bacon. The Bacon Brothers. Jonathan, Jared, and Jamie are a trio of gangsters born in Abbotsford, British Columbia, suspected of multiple firearm and drug trafficking charges and implicated in a rash of homicides that occurred in the Fraser Valley and greater Vancouver area. Have you heard of them? No. Oh, but that's interesting, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Kevin. You're welcome. (laughs) Area 88 is a Japanese manga series by Kaori Shintani, serialized between 1979 and 1986, that tells the story of a young pilot named Shin Kazama and his experiences at Area 88, a mercenary Air Force base secluded in the desert of a war-torn country. Country Joe and the Fish was an American psychedelic rock band formed in Berkeley, California in 1965 that were among the most influential groups in San Francisco music scene during the mid to late 60s. So my question is, 
What have some of the most influential non-theater musical groups been in your life? Wow. Kevin, I've listened to a lot of these episodes. <laughs> that one... Did you, like, do peyote before you wrote that one? <laughs> Please always say psychedelic rock band. <laughs> that was still, amazing. I still love the informative Bacon, Bacon Brothers. I Wasn't that great? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got really, I think I got really drunk in the middle of that. <laughs> yeah. This is usually where it lands. Yeah. 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 Yes, yes. Okay, it's good, though. It's Almost good. It's good. always. So, yeah, definitely. So, it so is what's like a music <laughs> reference? Like, what are your references and, like, the things that you love about music that are, like, non-theater related? Yeah, no, totally. No, I, I think that, you know, going back historically for me, Billy Joel was a huge one. Mm. Um, I literally, my music references are very funny because I, uh, my parents, I love them with my whole heart. They've got really weird taste. They're not like the best taste. I like whispering like they're here. (laughs) (laughs) She's right over there. Uh, uh, uh. She always falls. <laughs> um, she's actually our fourth host, right? Which is she's been weird, on every episode. She's never <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one day, yeah. Um, knowing glances. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's our, she's our shame. So Billy Joel, uh, Michael Jackson for sure. And so yeah. So this, this is the point. The parents' record collection, weirdest record collection ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but those were a couple that were in there, which I was really excited to know. Um, and then um, I think that as I sort of grew up, I, I, as you sort to like start to develop your own mm-hmm. tastes, I, I started to like discover like Aerosmith mm-hmm. and um, all of these sort of like rock and roll dudes. And then in my, in my most recent history, I'd probably be people like, um, uh, uh, like Stone Temple Pilots and um, the Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. In, uh, in a sort of like male uh, uh, rock and roll voice, and also sort of like good storytelling. I don't know, like it's like totally. So totally. that's sort of like where those are the places that like I rock and roll to. poetry. Is like exactly. Yeah. Mm. Got it. You ready for question two? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I got lost in my own answer too. <laughs> it's a cycle. It's All a right. good place to be. Okay, good. Uh, I'm gonna so number two. You were one of the top 10 great Chicago performances of 2007. Thank you. Did you know that? I did, actually. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't Google myself every morning. Google alerts are set. Oh, he's such an He actually asshole. sets Google alerts for 07. Yes, right. yeah. just 07. Yeah. 2007 in movies appears to be the year of the trilogy installment, with three of the top 10 highest grossing films of the year being the third in their franchise. Spider-Man 3... Shrek the Third, and the highest grossing movie with more than $960 million was Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Jeez, I don't think I saw any of those. I didn't either. I've obviously seen, not. I've seen them. No. I've seen all of those. Yeah. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of those. The, 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 literally those third, the trilogy versions? Like the, the third Spider-Man, ones? The third Spider-Man 3. Is, mm-hmm. the, is terrible. Yeah, yeah uh, terrible. Um, so Shrek the, the Third? It's not. Mm. Good. Oh no! I saw Shrek the Third because I have kids, so oh, I've seen mm. every Shrek. I've seen the Christmas special. <laughs> yeah. You know, there is a, there's yeah. like a oh, short yeah. uh, Christmas they, special. End of Time is a song recorded by American singer Beyonce for her fourth studio album, Four, that Who? came out in 2011. <laughs> that was initially rumored to be titled "Till the End of Time" and had a demo of the song leaked online on May 20th, 2011, that gave rise to speculation that the song was a potential follow-up to the lead single "Run the World, Girls." Hmm. However. Best thing I never had was ultimately chosen as the second single. 
I am in fact single and ready to mingle. <laughs> so my question is, it's he really, reminds us every day. It got really weird in the corner, guys. <laughs> if you had to pick a single band and their music to be the score for musical versions of the following plays. Ooh. Oh, this sounds fun. Which bands or musical artists would you choose and why? Bring it. So who would write the score? I'm really excited for yeah, this. Who would too. write the score to uh, Death of a Salesman? Who would write that musical? Oh, uh, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the piano's been drinking. Help me out here. Tom Waits. Thank you. That farmer oh, and the cowman. Oh, that Tom would, Waits would be really he's the, I mean, he's the only beautiful. choice. He's yes. the only choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Um, the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was actually going to say Harry Connick. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Of, yeah. Because, of yeah. yeah because of New Orleans. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. August Osage County. Um, the Civil War. Yes. Oh, that's a really good one. Oh, I and the that. last one is Proof. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a hard one. I'm glad you left that for the end. Because you could go so many different directions yeah. with that. Yeah. Because <laughs> like you want something cerebral, but like you don't want it to be too... Yeah. I... You know what? I'm going to say Annie Lennox. And I'm going to say like Annie Lennox, but like just like 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 walking on broken glass. Sort of like, like after Eurythmics. Eurythmics. Okay, when um, she was like breaking into a new like yeah. phase. Yeah. Cool. That would actually be really good. That those are really good. Well, yeah. I like that. I would totally see that. Me too. Okay, and oh, last question. Proof. <clears throat> you should go watch that again. Exactly, yeah, right? it's so good. Uh, you're currently rocking out on stage in the hit musical Head Over Heels and doing some hilarious work with your shadow. <laughs> Pete- <laughs> that is such a good scene. No one is really good. <laughs> no one has ever so... felt more insecure about themselves until they have, <laughs> until they have sat with like a dance belt and white tights <laughs> and no top <laughs> at 43 as someone shines a light right, right next to you, you onto a giant white sheet. <laughs> <laughs> you see every bump and crevice and but hair. But the audience doesn't. Oh, no, they do. Come on. I was sitting quite close. Well, you weren't paying attention. You'll come back. I had I thought about, like, full body spank. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like, then I was like, it's gonna come out somewhere. It's like, why does he have wings? Like, what is he? Dinosaurs. Okay. Oh yeah, you're not. I'm like, dead. I have to get back in here somewhere. Okay. okay. Peter Pan was separated from his shadow. I'm going to say that again, so the gravity of that horrifying concept sets in. Peter Pan broke the laws of physics and shadow having by physically separating from his shadow, and then it became its own thinking, plotting, cognizant being Mm -hmm. that is utterly terrifying. In season six, episode one of the ABC cartoon series Recess, entitled The Terrifying (laughs) Tales of Recess, one story told is Children of the Corn Chip, where Corn Chip Girl eats some untested potato chips and finds herself turning into a werewolf at will, and Gus leads the gang on an investigation to track down the mysterious beast who plans to transform the whole school into werewolves as well. Before you get to the question, PSA, Recess is still one of the greatest cartoons of all time. Absolutely. It's the only cartoon I like, I think. Wait, wait, have you watched Big Mouth yet? Yes. Oh, no. no. Oh, yeah. Big like Mouth is incredible. Yes. Well, then you have to watch Big Mouth. You, you really do. I, like it. I love really John Mulaney. It's so good. Mouth. They're okay. all good. Everybody. It's uh, so uh, funny. Have you watched season two yet? I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. yeah. I watched I'm it. I made mean, it right now. Yeah. I just finished it. It's I'll so try. good. It's so oh, you're going to be so happy. I can't always connect with the cartoon. You're going to connect. Okay. Because oh, it's about childhood. Yeah, it's about adolescence. And like, it's the. That's what got me in. I was like, oh, this is like a gross 
comedy, but it's about something that we all share. If you actually get into cartoons or enough like this one, uh-huh. Jeremy, you you have won a prize, my friend. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. She will she refuses. She refuses to listen to myself, her husband, Kevin, yeah, about any of this. It. So if you get her to watch Big Mouth, this is an incredible day in it our all of our lives. Feels so special. I feel so special. Well, we'll see if I watch oh, okay. <laughs> If you could turn into any kind of mythical beast or monster, aka a unicorn, a dragon, a, were- a vampire, a werewolf, a centaur, whatever, uh, what would you turn into and why? Well, for sure a unicorn. Really? Absolutely. Because my kids are like, that, like, like, like I have two little girls. Mm-hmm. Oh my Unicorns God. I would, are I would win their childhood. <laughs> if I was a unicorn, if I was like, hey girls, what do you guys want to do today? No, then you're not cool. Unicorn! <laughs> do you guys remember Charlie the Unicorn? You would literally be the coolest dad of all Ever. time. That's all. That's yes. all I needed. Yeah. Oh. It's totally selfish, too. That's yeah. my favorite part. How old are your girls? Seven and nine. Oh, yeah. There's an amazing tweet, like it's a meme now that went out. I, I, don't, I, I think Kyle Brownlee's the first person to tweet it, but I, I don't really know. Um, anyway, it's how are unicorns fake but giraffes are real? Like, what's more believable, a horse with a horn or a leopard moose camel with a forty foot neck? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been Kevin's corner. Before we play our last game, mm-hmm. we do a segment called Stage Door Stories. Stage Door Stories. I'm sure you have a ton. You've been on tour. You've been on Broadway multiple times. Doing this show, doing Head Over Heels, meeting, meeting these. Um, these young people after the show who I guess what uh, the only thing that I can equate it with is what it must have felt like to do Rent originally on Broadway and meeting people that were sure. feeling like they were being represented for the first time but this the only thing different about this is that these young people are being represented in a way that is um, that is really special like they feel really really left out to see and you know um, reading the New York Times today and seeing what this um this administration is deciding to do as far as deciding how you or anybody else wants to define themselves, Mm -hmm. either sexually or um, in any way, is stupid. And uh, why that, you know, why that matters to anybody, how we would decide to define ourselves. So getting to go out and and meet these young people who feel seen and heard and, um, uh, 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 celebrated mm-hmm. is truly one of my favorite things about doing this show right yeah. now. Um, uh, so that would be my stage door story. That's awesome. That's, That's really awesome. great. Yeah. Well, let's play a game. Okay. Okay. This better be good. <laughs> and again, a great segue to Heads Up Over Heels. Oh! <laughs> so I'm just going to shuffle the same show cards we were just using okay. so that... We at least all now know what we're they familiar are. with yeah. them. Yeah, Can yeah. we talk about for one second the 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 term head over heels? Sure. The, Freddy, yes. the Freddie Prince Jr. film. I mean, you should be always head over heels, right? Yes. 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 Because otherwise, you're upside oh. down. Oh yeah. But every time I hear it, I think of being you upside think about, down. Yeah, but it's but that that's so overhead. true. Can, can, so it's just something I don't want to ruin our entire marketing but campaign. But usually it starts <laughs> with I'm falling head over heels for you. Like that's the phrase it comes from. Right, but what does that mean? So is it backwards? Because if your head is over, but your head should. Oh, I'm gonna stand up for a second. But yeah, like, it would be heels over head if you were falling over. But like my and head it just is, doesn't ring. Like it just like doesn't. Right, heels fall over the head doesn't go the same way. Yeah. You know. I see how I've screwed up 
my entire show. No, and we, now, unless it's like when you, like, people do the like, surveys or like 10 is the best and one is the worst, but like you switched it. So like sometimes it's like one is the best and 10 is the worst. Uh-huh. So it's like we're going from the ground up. Oh. So head over heels is like upside down from the ground up. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to have done this. No, it's okay. I've broken lost it. Ourselves. I was very scientific. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. I, oh, that's science? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so to make this heads up over heels, we're going to use our feet. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. I don't. I don't think you want me to take my shoes off. <laughs> I kept thinking of like weird feet puns when I was doing like head over heels. I was like, ooh, like mean people because they're heels. Uh, but you <laughs> think you at least you thought we get a kick out of it. Oh no. Well, well thanks for using your head. No. Oh. I'll just stamp it out. Oh. Is this over yet? You just use the word over. That's not even a pun. Used heels and head, and so I just went over. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> okay. Okay, Kimberly, let's dip our toes in. Anyway, to the game, like go and pull. Right, got it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Brian's Achilles heel, his puns. Mm. Oh, good one. Anyway, are uh, we over it yet? <laughs> we're, we're gonna play heads up. Okay, we're, we're over the we're moon. We're done with the heels. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, we're just going to play heads up with the show cards we just Our used. Our lips are sealed. We'll put two minutes on the clock. Okay. We will see how many, but still the same. As soon as you get it right, you pass it on. Okay. We'll see how many collectively we can get in two minutes. Okay. And then we can try and beat our score. Cool. Okay. Okay, I'll start. Okay. Uh, Hamilton, Hamilton won the Tony, Lafayette Jefferson. David Dix. Yes. Oh, uh, oh, he's currently in Beetlejuice. Yes. We uh, drank Alex, martinis. Alex, Alex, Alex. It's, it's not, very, it's not it's dark. Dim. It's light. Close. It's, it's, it's too light, though. Yeah. Oh. Right, Alex Brightman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Book of Mormon. Okay. And Girls. Oh, Al- and, uh, Andrew Reynolds. Yes. And Big Mouth. Oh, yeah, cr- mm-hmm. oh, I guess I have to watch a cartoon. This is Green Showman. Oh, oh, uh, uh, and Waitress. Yes. And, and I know her. Cool. So you what's the ca- What's the big city in Washington? Oh, KLS Seattle. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yes. good clue, Kevin. <laughs> well I think of like how not to settle. Great clue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, she, she was just a waitress, waitress carousel, beautiful. Carousel. Jesse Mueller. Yes. yes. Not a rare card. Yes. I'm Michael Bennett. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said Effie. Effie. I have like 10 of them. Uh, oh, oh, no everybody, right? Oh, everybody. Uh, uh, Link Stretch. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh. Um, she was Pinky in. Pinky Boots, uh, Blonde, Sunday in the Park with oh, George. Yes. 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 Um, oh, oh, she has a beard just like Jeremy. <laughs> a sensible cardigan with a scarf. Barbara Cook. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Upside down. Um, Upside down. Uh, he loves singing it in D.C. Um, oh. A uh, cast and a polo. Uh, pa- oh, pa- uh, Jeremy Hansen. Yes. Yeah, I don't know why we went with those clothes, but okay. You um, did. Yeah, no, I, me, I meant. Uh, oh, a conjoined twin. Yeah, this Oh, sideshow. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, okay. 9, 10, we 11. We got 11. Eleven total. <laughs> All right. So then you'll start this round, and we'll try and get more than eleven. I think we could beat eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, for sure. Because well, I don't know. Okay. I'm probably, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. And go. Oh wait. Oh, so uh, Tony and I want to be in no, America. Not, not yet, east, not the east. Oh, West Side Story. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, it, it, it was uh, it was in my theater. Oh, Annalise Ashford was in it recently. Yeah. Um. He paints. Yeah. Yes. yes. Uh, Where the wind goes rolling down the plane. Oh yeah. It's downtown. It's it's in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Ooh, uptown. It's, uh, London Bridge is oh, falling uh, down. My Fair Lady. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> London Bridge. <laughs> oh, oh, it's in the February? same day happens over and over it again. It was the movie. Oh, oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, if I were a rich man. Uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Yes. yes. 
head over heels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh uh, Canadians yeah, on a plane. Yeah, uh, come from away. Yeah, yep. it's like snakes in a plane. Oh, it's gay people in a bar. Yes, um, Bobby and the, all the girls playing. There's company? an MC. No, it's like oh, MC. Uh, cabaret. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I know, I screwed it up. <laughs> we took all the obscure characters. Gloria Esther is Stephanie Oh, 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 uh, the, 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 on your feet. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is uh, uh, not, not, it's, uh, it's not Jersey Boys. Yeah. Not oh, yeah. Queens, but Jersey Boys. The Bronx, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, upside down, but it's, oh, it's, oh, a, oh, it's um, about makeup. And makeup divas. and oh, two people. Oh, it was Patty LuPone and. Yes, yes. yes. And, uh, not Ace Time, but. Not War Paint. Yeah, there you go. Good. Oh, yeah, we're so close. What well, we won't put makeup on to do? Um, oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, Glenn Close. 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 Glenn Thirteen. Thirteen. Cheers. Thirteen. The musical. Thank you so much, Jeremy. Thank, Thank you, you so guys. much. Follow him at Jeremy Kushner with an I. Follow us uh, at Broad Wasted. Hey, that's us. Yeah. Go see Head Over Heels. Do it. Um, the Hudson he, Theater. Yeah. Thank you to Gold Star. Oh, listen to the cast album. I've been listening to it all day. Thanks. No problem. Thank you to Gold Star. Um, you oh, can did actually they let you be on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's really sweet of them. <laughs> Again, thank you to Goldstar. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Um, you can actually get Head Over Heels tickets on Goldstar. Yes, you can. Um, go to goldstar.com backslash broadwasted and use our code. Uh, broadwasted, all uppercase. Uh, to get $10 off your order, go see Head Over Heels. Do it. Go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, subscribe to us. Rate and review us five stars, please. Five stars, please. And thank you. Yes. Um, and we end every episode with a quote. What's today's quote, Brian? Um, I know what my people are thinking it tonight. As home through the shadows they wander. Everyone smile in secret delight. They stare at the castle and ponder. Whenever the wind blows this way, you could almost hear everyone say, I wonder what the king is doing tonight. Is that from Camelot? Yeah. I was, oh. going, I was going king. Nice. Yeah, I like know? that. I like yeah. it. Huh. And it's like a super square table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, 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 that was good Thank you. Knights of the boardroom. <laughs> <laughs> or knights in the boardroom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um boarded knights in the sorry. No, yeah, no we're good, we're good. Okay, we got, um, we <laughs> this is a brutal one. Forty shades of boardrooms. <laughs> um, got well, really weird. Uh, raise our glasses. Oh. And as we end every episode, <gasps> Zoop Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank and you. this drink is so good, Kimberly. It's really good. Thank you. Job. You yeah, can well keep done. this here. I, I don't like think simple syrup needs to be refrigerated. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now 
and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Gapone. This is Lynn manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.